Hey, little nigga, hey, what's good? I'm just chillin' neighborhood. Hey, everybody, it's Bill UJT Blue Jet, and this is a new episode of the Carolina Kid Podcast. It's been a week and some change. I'm your host, Coot, and it's been absolutely the fucking worst. The entire pits. Like, my nigga, it's been eight days since I did anything with anything, okay? <laughs> like, I, my first episode of... um ratchet rides dropped like eight days ago and since then i've just been like nigga i've been hustling bustling working and doing all types of other shit at home doing all types of shit at home nigga you would think i'd be bored but nigga i've always been the person that has found some shit to do (laughs) and i should get sidetracked from the other shit that i do so it's like bro like i do more than just like work go home go to sleep and, and, and beat my meat Like nigga Is <laughs> way more to life than that Especially when you're an introvert And you do shit inside anyway But you can be extroverted and do shit outside too Here's the problem most niggas Most niggas do not Do shit inside For long periods of time I grew up in a family Where me and my sister Hella fucking introverted You know some Our proclivities have swung to that now, we can go out and do shit outside and shit and, you know, have tons of fucking fun doing extroverted things. But at heart, we're introverts. So, hey, this shit, this shit finna be a breeze, okay, for, for us. Because we, we, we well equipped for this shit. I don't know about all y'all other niggas, but pff, pff, shit, I, I, we got this. So, fuck it. Let's get into the updates. Hey, I'm not trying to depress y'all too much with this episode, but this shit finna be heavier than a whole ton of bricks, my nigga. Just hold the fuck on, because you about to hear some real shit. (laughs) Real fucking shit. Okay. The damn Rona updates in the Ronaverse. Okay. Deep breath, because this shit about to hit me. All right. First of all, Dr. Fauci. Is a fucking hero, nigga. <laughs> fucking hero. Okay. Dr. Fauci ain't never stirred us wrong, bro. Dr. Fauci has been on point, concise, clear, very informative, and has always tried to clear up the fuck shit that has spewed from Donald Trump's mouth. It has came to the point where celebrities are doing interviews with just Dr. Fauci. they like, you know what? Fuck Trump. Let's just go straight to Fauci. <laughs> and this is why Dr. Anthony Fauci is my nigga and also one of the easiest people that you should listen to. It's straightforward. He going to tell you, hey, bro, we don't have answers to this. We are working on this. And this is how we can do this to avoid bullshit. And while Trump's like, we have everything in place, we're good, we'll be fine, it's a hoax. And I'm like, no, no, mm-mm, no, wrong, you're wrong, stop, shut the fuck up. <laughs> every time I'm just like, shut the fuck up. And, and they stream it every day with this motherfucker. I'm like, dude, 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 dude. The people that are the actual experts of this entire epidemic, oh, okay, pandemic, because it's a larger scale than that, need to actually be the ones informing us on this. Not what the motherfucker told you and you were like, well, well, I guess, I guess, no, don't nobody want to hear that shit, bruh, bruh, facts, 
not fear. That's what we need. And as of now, I don't think I've left the house since Wednesday. It is Saturday, March 28th, 2020. This is episode 32. So a nigga has been, nigga been inside for a little bit. I had to go to the office um, Wednesday. I had to go to my office Wednesday. And since we're considered essential employees because we work at a university, it's, you know, it's a lot more weight put on um, or, or more leeway for us to come in and do what we need to do. Get the fuck back out of there. But right now we are under a um, <clears throat> stay at home order uh, under Wake County. And, um, yeah, they just they just like hey nigga, stay the fuck at home. If you need to go get groceries. Cool. If you need to go do something else that has to deal with your essentials. Cool. You need to go to the drugstore. Cool. You could do that, but don't do nothing else. Everything else closed, nigga. And and then they just shut the door and walk the fuck away. And I'm just, I have no problem with that at all. <laughs> I have no problem with that at all. I am fine with that because my ass ain't getting Rona, bro. I am not getting the Rona. Y'all niggas can play these fucking games. There's still people that's going outside. I still to this day am seeing people out on like beach bars and shit. Eating food and, and and going out and on the beach and taking plane rides. And I'm like, motherfucker, y'all just don't understand this shit, y'all. This shit really means life or death, but y'all niggas just really don't give a fuck no more. At this point, I'm just going to let y'all ass die. Catch that Rona and, and you get it bad. Watch, nigga. You're just going to die. Die, bitch. Die, motherfucker. I have no sympathy anymore because, nigga, we told you over and over again. And and here's the thing. Here's the thing. Niggas do not want to be informed on certain things. They don't give a fuck. And they just like, well, until I get sick, I'm be fine. I'm be good. All right, nigga. You going to die. You going to die high key because you out here wild and free balling, my nigga. You, gonna, you, just, you just going to do whatever you can to get all the shit you in, in that you need, bro. It is not. Okay. Okay. When Scarface got coronavirus that was the moment where i was like nigga it don't matter if you stay inside you could still get this shit even even if your ass took all the precautions and stayed the fuck inside not take got no contact with nobody scarface was so in-depth with what he said about getting that rona he had one of the worst cases of coronavirus he legit said hey man i don't go outside you know he's talking to willie d on, on willie d's podcast and he was like hey man you know me i don't go outside i don't ride with nobody i don't do shit i don't do nothing extracurricular i'm about my business i am you know i'm, I'm a hypochondriac i know that this shit you know hey, this shit is around i'm, I'm aware and i was like damn Scarface was on his P's and Q's and still fucking got it in the worst way. On top of that, Scarface has asthma. And that makes him a very at-risk person. It makes me think about my mama. My mama has asthma, you know, and her lungs collapsed at one point. And she also went into liver failure before. So she's very vulnerable. And if she gets it, she is going to be in a rough way because it really attacks the immune compromise. 
And um, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't, that means if I get it, I really don't want to be around my mama even. When they talking about isolation, they talking about, bro, don't even go see your family, bro. Do, do a, do a, do what, what, do FaceTime or Duo or something. Video message, something. Do not come in physical contact with anybody. But y'all motherfuckers is tripping. Y'all be on that bullshit. I be like, all right, all right nigga, you just going to die. You just going to die. Scarface even said to this extent, he said, I've had a gun pointed in my face. I have had, what else did he say? He said, um, he said he had a gun pointed in his face. He's had his life threatened. He said he has never felt, he, he said he had been shot before. He said he had never felt like he was this close to dying ever in life. This is the nigga that wrote, I seen a man die. <laughs> okay. Okay. Like that's one of the the, the 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 most gritty ass stories about death and dealing with it. This nigga said, I ain't never been that close to death until I got that Rona, bro. I am not playing the games out here, bro. That's why I not I've not left this fucking apartment since Wednesday. Fucking legend. That like Scarface legend. Seen a lot of shit. He said that Rona ain't nothing like it. He like, hey bro. You don't want to go outside, man. Don't do that shit. Hey, you don't be trying to party it up and live it up and shit. It ain't worth it. I'm like, you know what? I, that is a message for me because I am a fan of Scarface. The Diary is one of my favorite albums, and I'm like, nigga, this nigga almost died. We almost lost face. We almost lost face, bro. Like, what? <laughs> no, thank you. Mm-mm. No, not fucking about with that. <sighs> Let's just throw some numbers in here because. I think they're just niggas that will never be convinced, even if it gets really, really bad. They're like, oh, it's okay, nigga. I'm going to be out here anyway. All right, all right. Keep fucking around with death. <sighs> okay, so nationwide is nearly 120,000 cases and over 2,000 deaths of COVID-19 in U.S. topping the entire world by far. I think the next closest one is Italy. <laughs> Italy. And we all know how Italy is right now. Italy is fucking, it's fucking terrible right now. They have a, like, they have a nine, a one in nine death rate. Okay. In Italy. One in nine. That means you count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. That nigga did. That is how many people are dying of that Rona in Italy. But in the U.S., we have 122,000 cases and 2000 deaths nigga it was just a thousand deaths like two days ago like this shit is exponentially growing and and it's almost like we can't keep up it's like the recovery rate is just super duper low like only 3000 recovered and then new york ain't got to no better like new york is the epicenter right now you know they they got i think they have like like 50,000 cases <laughs> like 50,000, like, it's crazy. It's 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 nuts. And it ain't even close, bro. But the reason why is because it's way more densely populated area with a lot of people. Like, that's why Jersey's like, hey, nigga. <laughs> we, we suffering out here, bro. <laughs> it's because New Jersey's the most densely populated state in the U.S. It's like 10 million people in that little ass boot. Like, it, it's just, it ain't, it's, it, it ain't easy. 
it ain't easy to deal with, bro. Like, this shit is heavy, and I know I be joking and shit and being silly and even might even kind of snicker to myself as 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 I, as I make jokes and shit. But this shit is really fucking real. Like, hey, man, be safe. Like, the nature of how we are living right now is completely different. Everything I'm doing is just, it's not even like, it just feels surreal. Like, 2020, throw the whole damn year in the trash. I'm about to throw the the whole damn decade in the trash at this point. This shit is fucking the fucking pits. I thought working from home was going to be cool, bro. No. <laughs> Especially with what I do, it's like my job, I tend to deal with people in person, but I can do it remotely from home. It's just that, I don't know, like more cases pop up daily when I'm at home for what I do than I did when I was working in in person. So that shit just threw the fuck out the window. And most niggas, most niggas have been affected. Like unemployment. Okay. Three million people file for unemployment. I'm lucky because my job, we're kind of essential. So we still going to keep our jobs and shit. You just can't hire nobody new. Like we on a hiring freeze. We on a, you know, salary adjustment freeze. I mean, it's, it's, it's all that shit. But we still can keep our jobs. There's people that have lost their fucking jobs. They have they, they are no longer employees because they cannot operate without people being in a certain capacity. Some people can operate strictly from home. I have that luxury. A lot of niggas didn't. But other industries are booming in this case, like the grocery store industry. They fucking, they fucking boom at lab core. The lab testing is out of the fucking world. Okay, so I know a lot of people because I'm in North Carolina who work in my, in my family. Family, basically my blood. Half of half of my well being <laughs> has depended on lab core. Okay, basically I can say that. And at one point, a hundred percent of the household was bringing in lab core. Let's just say that growing up, at one point. So it's 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 normal here, but it's a shit ton of people hiring in grocery stores because it's just people stockpiling and they're, they're, they have a lot of fear. Truck drivers are like, Hey man, we're going to get there. Like it's just, it's panic. It's mad shit. It's just so much happening all at once. And people are like, bro, this shit hit us like a ton of bricks and I don't know what the fuck to do. And honestly, it's not really like any, <laughs> it's not really like anything I can say. They just, would just be like, boom. You know, we gonna be all we gonna be all right for real though. We gonna be all right, nigga. It just this shit is a this takes a nigga a back high key, like like tenfold. Like you want to be able to like still do some of the shit you want to do, but hey, nigga, you, you're not gonna be able to go outside, nigga. Just being real, <laughs> you're just not gonna be able to do that. No Carolina alone, my state. Has a thousand cases of that, Rona. Um, and um, yeah, like it's a shit ton of celebrities, including Scarface, that got that Rona. Slim Thug from the same city in Houston got that Rona. You know, we had Tom Hanks and 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 Rita Wilson and 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 and, and you know uh, Kevin Durant and you know like, hey, shit, it's 
the prime minister of the UK got that wrong, bro. Like, it is people who were instrumental in, like, things that happened, like, in music are fucking dying. <laughs> They're fucking dying, bro. Like, and, and, and what's crazy is this entire, like, okay, so this entire situation. Trump has been so hesitant to do any damn thing. He's been ill-equipped for every single thing. I mean, everything. You think of it. You name it. That motherfucker ain't ready for it, bro. <laughs> that motherfucker ain't never been ready for damn shit. Not a goddamn thing. <laughs> I'm sitting here like, hey, bro, you going to do something presidential real quick? Because I need you to do that like a week ago. And, and here's the thing. Y'all niggas that were expecting him to do anything presidential, y'all the dumb motherfuckers because... Has he ever done anything presidential even before he even in the midst of his campaign to get elected? Did you see anything presidential about this motherfucker? <laughs> if you thought he could be president, that's on you. You voted for the motherfucker. Okay, 53% I'm talking to y'all, everybody else who voted for the motherfucker, I'm just saying. Y'all fucked up. This would have been much better handled if Y'all elected somebody else who didn't get rid of the fucking epidemic task force or pandemic task force. I, I don't I don't know what it's called again. I think it was called react or re- something like prevent something. It was something that that Obama had in his administration. It was something he passed and he employed people to actually work on preventing a pandemic from happening because of o- Ebola. When Ebola happened, that day, well, nigga, Ebola's actually worse than fucking coronavirus. I'm just going to be real with you. Luckily, they were able to crack down on Ebola early because Ebola's way more dead. It's like if you have it, you dead. That's that's how Ebola worked, bro. Ebola's so bad. Dead. It, okay, nigga, if I had to make tears for like... <clears throat> How bad each thing like people getting on like let's just say okay you got the flu that's a demon right um <clears throat> getting pneumonia that's like the devil okay and getting COVID nineteen that Rona is like the super fucking devil like like and then you know Let's just say Ebola is the motherfucker that is enslaving the super motherfucking devil. Like, like that's that's the level of debauchery this shit brings to niggas. Okay, like this shit is absolutely dire. We'll kill you on sight, motherfucker. Like straight up government style with no chase. <laughs> like no chase. <laughs> so the economy is fucking ruined. Um and we gonna be all right y'all you know we gotta we're very plentiful in the economy you know right now um thank fucking goodness trump finally is implementing the defense production act which was implemented in the 50s um for wartime situations um and we we're in a wartime situation right now i'm just gonna be real fucking honest with y'all so basically what this act does this law does is it allows big corporate private sector entities to manufacture um wartime and in this case masks ventilators medical supplies instead of manufacturing what they're typically meant to manufacture which 
is a great law, but Trump took for fucking ever to dream. Like he was like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to implement that law right now. I'm not, I'm not going to do. All right, all right, motherfucker. <laughs> Niggas keep dying. Niggas keep dying out here in these streets, bro. We at two thousand. Two thousand. Okay, just to put it, just to put it into perspective, I think September 11th was like two thousand people. So we we at that level, like we we at unprecedented, <laughs> we at unprecedented levels of what the fuck right now. Like that worldwide, we had six hundred sixty thousand reported case because it could be way more. My black ass is standing here. I've stocked up on ramen noodles, nigga. I got twenty one packs of ramen noodles. I have not used one yet, and I got my perishables and shit like that. You know. But when I go the fuck out, it's going to be mask, okay, Kleenex, Lysol, wipes, disinfectant, nigga. <laughs> you think, I, and I ain't, I ain't played like that before. My mama worked in the hospital environment, but nigga, I, I told y'all, like, I don't fuck around with this. I have been a germaphobe my whole fucking life, <laughs> okay. Not Howie Mandel levels, but, because we, we all know that nigga was, it was crazy anyway. But, um, yeah. I've been aware and I wash my fucking hands. Okay. My mama went to labs that have AIDS and fucking Ebola and shit like that anyway. So <clears throat> she taught us how to be fucking careful about this shit. She, she was like, I ain't fucking scared. Cause I know how to protect myself. And I was like, bet, <laughs> you know, <laughs> bet. So, um, you know, to kind of slowly segue from that Rona to some sports, Drew Brees, Donated five million dollars to help with coronavirus in New Orleans. And what is so amazing about Drew Brees is this guy has always had a big heart. It's crazy because he's in my division, and I'll be like, "Fuck them, fuck them!" Like two times a year. But after that, I'm like, Drew Brees. Drew Brees is one of the greatest people of all time. He's just he's fun. He's he's such a noble person. You know, he <laughs> just feel like such a great guy. And then when he plays the Panthers, I'm like, "Fuck that dude." <laughs> Yeah, please don't, please don't whoop our ass again. And they do it every time, and it really hurts. Um, <laughs> not every time, but when we win, it, it's nice. Um, <laughs> that dude's a Hall of Fame, man. He he's a Hall of Fame human being. He's a Hall of Fame player. This dude is just nice as hell. Five million dollars. I don't think anybody has even came close to donating that amount. Okay, like Drew Brees was like, "Fuck it, I'm five million. I was like. Five million? Niggas don't be having five million on hand to be like, uh, there you go. Um, what you need, whatever you got, your problem's gonna be solved. Boom. Like, no, nobody just throw fucking money like that, like that, like that much. Like, damn. <laughs> he must be good with his money because uh, hey, it's it's whole ass NBA players just donate like mm, it's like a hundred K, I'll give him like a hundred K. Hundred thousand, maybe a million. Yeah. Five million. <laughs> Drew Brees like, fuck it. Five million. I'm I'm a good dude. I'm like, yeah, you are good dude. My ass, shit. <laughs> My ass, shit. If I had five million dollars right now, I think that's all. I think that's all of us. If we had five million dollars, we wouldn't know what the fuck to do with it. Honestly, so much damn money. You just like, shit. I got to be responsible <laughs> before I do something stupid. Um. So I was going to go a little more into the rest of free agency, but I do want to tackle this really quickly. People like Cardi B. Um, Here's the thing. I love Cardi B, right? But this time around, I'm kind of pissed at her because, first of all, why are you spreading the conspiracy theories around that they're paying celebrities to say that they have coronavirus? 
Bullshit. Bullshit. Like, stop. That that sounds so fucking ridiculous. I just want to slap. Like, I want to slap you through the screen for that. That's that's fucking dumb. Why, why the fuck? Why the, why, why the fuck would you even say that? Like, you just want niggas to die, don't you? You just like stop. Stop. Why? <laughs> All right, but let's get back to that free agency shit because I was kind of segueing originally into you know uh, 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 sports. You know, I was kind of like Rona and sports, and I was gonna be like sports. So. <laughs> Officially, we're going to talk about, you know, my nigga, Cam Newton got released on Tuesday, and that shit fucking hurt my heart. My It broke my heart into, like, itty bitty little pieces, because the way they did, they did my nigga, like, okay, okay, like, Cam ain't really been showing up much, you know, on, on the paper, on, on the paper, ain't, ain't much on the stat sheet, you know, since, like, halfway through, like, 2018, since he got hit by, like, Derek Watt, and... Since then, he ain't really been doing good. <laughs> He's been injured or playing like shit. So I, I'm, hey, hey, I, I don't know what to say. Um, but in in this case, we got Teddy Bridgewater, and I'm just like, well, we gotta fucking move on. I'm, I'm sorry, Cam. I mean, if you succeed somewhere else, it's gonna be fucking amazing. You were my, you were my favorite QB at one time. You know, it wasn't because you were the best QB. It was because you had a lot of personality. You were flawed, and you you wore your heart on your sleeve. But you had an amazing year in 2015. You know, it just like, okay, realistic Cam Newton fans know that he's not like the greatest of all time, but he's like, he's good. He was a good player that was transcendent as far as style of play and and personality and and, 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 and just entire just whole drip swag, all that shit. Like, I wasn't necessarily a fan of what he wore all the time, but... I liked that that nigga was just like he he was unapologetic. He was like fuck this, I'm gonna be me, nigga. But uh, mm, which you, you got problem with me, nigga? Uh, uh, stop me then, nigga. And they and they stopped him, and and, and I'm hurt. I'm hurt. <laughs> anyway, um, moving on. <laughs> um, Panthers acquired uh Robbie Anderson, which makes sense because Matt Rule actually used to um used to have uh, Robbie Anderson on his roster at Temple. When he was a college student, so it makes sense. It's weird because Matt Rule is kind of getting a lot of Temple guys. I'm noticing that through free agency, and I'm like, I guess as long as they good, you know, just because you got a good relationship with somebody, don't mean that it's gonna be a good season, nigga. <laughs> it's just gonna make it easier to like cut a nigga, you know. <laughs> that that that's literally the reason why you you hiring people that you knew like. Matt Rule must be a good coach, but if these players suck, like cutting them, it just makes them it makes it easier to cut them. Like it doesn't mean that oh, it's gonna be good. Like power rankings, I saw the power rankings today, and it's, it still has this listed as thirtieth. And I'm like, well, damn, does Teddy Bridgewater mean anything to y'all? Like, I mean, we we got a good wide receiver core, and just got Robbie Anderson, and they still like, nah, it's like thirty out of thirty-two. I'm like, okay, mo, fuck y'all then. <laughs> And the biggest news that we have ever gotten during this free agency period is the signing of Tom Brady to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Nigga, what? 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 <laughs> this don't make nothing easy. Like when we when we could have had some kind of leeway with having Teddy Bridgewater, it just completely fucked up everything. It's like everything fucked now, bro. We got Drew Brees and on, on two times a year. We got we're gonna have Tom Brady two times a year. Now on top of that, we're gonna have like Matt Ryan two times a year with Julio Jones and all them niggas. So anyway, <laughs> this shit don't get no easier for us as Panthers fans. It's gonna be rough. Like the next at least two to three years about to be rough. Like. 
pure gutter gangster gun in your face style rough. Like this shit about to kill a nigga. I I'd like <laughs> Matt Rule, if this see if this team don't have no turnaround in about two, three years, bruh. It's been real. <laughs> I'm I'm fucked with you differently. Peace. It's been it's been real, my guy. Um, but minus that, <laughs> um, it's exciting. You know, um, Tom Brady's greatest of all time. Um, I don't know what this really means. It's like you know, I'm looking at. Honestly, I typically don't watch that ESPN shit or that um, or the bullshit you see from Skip and Shannon and 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 fucking and fucking first take and. All that bullshit. Typically don't buy into it, don't look into it at all. But, but, but. They are touting him to be like, oh, he's at least going to the playoffs next year. And I'm like, nigga, we don't know how he going to play. Just because it's, it's Bruce Arians. Just because they got two great wide receivers. Just because they got all this shit in place don't mean they going to fucking jail, bro. I need to see this shit for myself, Okay. How do I know Tom Brady not washed up yet? Was it was it Coach Belichick's system working really well for an aging quarterback, or was it that Tom Brady was balling his ass off? Like I, I don't. I it could be both, and I don't know how they're going to be apart because I want to see how Bill Belichick performs. You know, not with Tom Brady, and um, I want to see how uh, Tom Brady performs not with Bill Belichick. So I, I need to see this shit. Okay, like on paper. It looks amazing. Like, it looks like people might even have them going to Super Bowl, but they were like, wait, hold up, hold up, baby, hold up now. You know, Pat Mahomes is still alive. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, Pat Mahomes is still alive, so stop saying that shit. So, it's going to be a rough-ass year. Next year. At least next year. I know next year it's going to be winning good. We, need, we ain't not going to have no jazz. They put up all the fucking yards. Christian McCaffrey, we wasting years with Christian McCaffrey right now. Christian McCaffrey has seen one playoff year, okay? He has been there three years. He he could carry the whole fucking team, but I don't fucking know no more, man. <laughs> I, don't, I don't fucking know no more. Like, this, this shit. <laughs> okay, enough with the sports. So, for my final segment, spoilers are ahead. And I kind of want to just warn y'all, like, if y'all haven't seen... Um, Tiger King, uh, the story of Joe Exotic. Um, you probably just want to just end the podcast right now. But for the rest of this episode, I'm gonna be talking about Mr. Joe Exotic himself. He don't give nary fucks. <laughs> that, that that man, like, this shit is wild, bro. Like this. Okay, L- let me start. Let me start over here. So, the story of Joe Exotic, you know, is absolutely zany as fuck, and. The first time I heard of this story was on uh, last podcast on the left. Uh, true crime podcast. It's silly as fucking. You got to listen to it. You've got to listen to it. They're on Spotify now. It is amazing. Um, got Marcus Parks, Ben Kissel, you know, um, Henry Zabrowski. They are all funny as fuck. Um, one of my favorite podcasts to listen to, period. Don't listen to it at night. Might fuck up your dreams, especially if you're living at home and shit or working entirely from home and shit. Don't want to do that. Um <laughs> Other than that, it's great. Um, do not listen to Sword and Scale, by the way, because that's the good alternative to that. Like, Sword and Scale, fuck that dude. Fuck that dude. Listen to this great podcast. But um, 
Yeah. So I first found them out on last podcast. Found found out about Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic on last podcast on the left. Words run together. Sorry. And um, <laughs> it was the wildest fucking story I had ever heard. It was about like I was like, okay, so gay kind of cowboy kind of wild ass fucking. You know, dude who has exotic animals has this entire private zoo in Oklahoma, you know, um, and he's what found to be, you know, dealing with some legal issues and now finds himself in prison for murder for hire. But like there's so much other shit that's surrounding this. Like, I don't know, like there's other people involved. Like, you know, you got you got old girl down in Tampa who <laughs> who who basically has the big cat rescue, which is supposed to be the more accredited and more clean and safe version of Joe Exotics, you know, um, uh, his his place. But honestly, her place is exactly the same as Joe Exotic. Her shit. She been doing illegal shit, too. You know, um, it, it just. It's a lot of weird avenues that this goes down. It's like polygamy, <laughs> a lot of polygamy, um, <laughs> and and deception and 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 fucking cons, con artists and shit like that. It's just like it's so much that happens that you're just like, wait, slow the fuck down. Each episode, I'm like, this just keeps getting better. I don't know what fuck <laughs> shit is crazy as fuck. Like first episode, they introduce everybody, and we're like, okay, so this is what we dealing with, <laughs> you know. Um, but <sighs> this guy ends up running for like, I think he ran for president one time, and he was like, you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna run for governor of Oklahoma. What was weird is he actually got almost like twenty percent of the vote. <laughs> they were like, Joe Exotic, he's fucking authentic and shit. And I'm like, oh. This motherfucker actually was running for president and he actually had a campaign. His campaign manager was on the show talking about him and shit. Like, it's just so much weird ass shit. <laughs> like, Joe Exotic has two, he had two husbands at the same time. One of them killed himself. Like, dude, it, it, it's crazy. And, and, and the thing is, after that, they're, they're, they're sitting here saying, like, they probably weren't even gay. <laughs> like, his husband's probably weren't even gay but they were they were showered with so many gifts and they were given like so many like just amenities and things that he he would shower them with it made him made them feel like hey let me just keep let me just marry this dude like i'm like oh fucking k (laughs) like what the fuck this shit is absolutely wild um it's so many different like other privately owned camps like um like i said uh the girl in tampa carol baskin she has like a really weird sketchy past especially with her her last husband she had another i think it was, it was another like privately owned um um zoo that they had you know th- it's basically dealing like basically it's giving you a whole scope into the um big cat you know, meaning when I mean big cat, I'm talking about like tires, lions, and shit, so like, shit like that. It's giving you a whole entire like scope into that lens. But Carol Baskin basically was Joe Exotic's biggest rival. 
and it is absolutely <laughs> the most heated rivalry I've ever seen. He was talking about, like, I'm gonna kill that bitch every time, I'm like, kill, but kill that bitch, and <laughs> he exactly sounds just like that. Like, I'm, I'm not fucking lying. Like, that shit is the wildest shit of all time, bro. Like, Jeff Lowe ended up taking over um, his place and conned him out of his own place. But in the midst of the whole Carol Baskin situation, like before they had even had a few, Carol Baskin supposedly fed her ex-husband or her last husband who had disappeared, quote unquote, to a lion. <laughs> like the nigga was gone without a trace, but Carol Baskin was legit like her actions really kind of reflected some suspicion and on top of that her ex-husband that ex-husband was like i'm about to file for divorce like the day he disappeared like bro and he was about to tell about that shit i was like bro this shit he was saying she was crazy like dude like it's so many different layers to this shit it's so many fucking layers (laughs) like you gotta watch this well by this time, if you're listening to this, you've probably watched it, but it's just so much mystery. Still, even after all of this, I believe Joe Exotic was set up because Jeff Lowe basically put him in prison, was like, I'm stealing your fucking shit. And he did that shit. He stole all his shit. He was like, um, br- br- nigga, who the fuck you? What? 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 Uh, uh, you did that shit? Yeah. Lock his ass up. <laughs> and Joe is sitting here in prison right now. Like, they set me the fuck up. And yeah, they set his ass up, high key. But on top of that, he kind of deserves some of it because he did have charges of where he was, like, killing tigers. Like, euthanizing is such a nice word. Killing tigers. And they were buried in the park. That is... Um, is not good, and he was selling them on the black market, so that's not good either, like, that ain't no good, like, nuts, nuts, everything, I'm telling you, every single thing about this thing is just, this whole entire docuseries had me losing it, (laughs) had me losing it, I was just like, wow, Wow. It's even said like he loves the new fame that he's getting off of this Netflix docuseries. And, you know, it's it's even going to have like um, a scripted version of, you know, the the, the events that unfolded. Kate McKinnon's going to play Carol Baskin, which is fucking nuts. <laughs> fucking crazy. Are you kidding me, dude? Are you kidding? You kidding me? What the fuck? <laughs> It's so much like, and when I heard the story on, so like not sword and scale, but when I heard the story on last podcast on the left, I immediately was like, this is the greatest thing I think I've ever heard in my life. And, <laughs> and I need more. I need more. <laughs> but, um, um, yeah. So I think he filed a lawsuit. He saw he filed like a $94 million lawsuit. Because he wants a president, and he wants a presidential pardon on top of that, which I'm like, bro, you tripping. (laughs) Shit not going to (laughs) happen. So here's the article from the New York Post. The Tiger King wants to be freed from his cage. Joe, 
quote-unquote exotic Maldonado passage, the star of his, his new Netflix series, has filed a jailhouse lawsuit against the feds and is asking President Trump to pardon his conviction for orchestrating a murder-for-hire plot on arrival and violating the Endangered Species Act. The former roadside zookeeper and big cat enthusiast who is serving a 22-year prison sentence is demanding a combined $94 million <laughs> from the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, his former business partner Jeff Lowe, and several former colleagues. <laughs> wow. The polygamist issued a call for a pardon from, from Trump and announced his lawsuit on March 19th via his Facebook this lawsuit has been filed in the name of justice. <laughs> this nigga crazy, bro. Free Joe Exotic. This nigga crazy, bro. I fucking love this shit. Like Freddie Gibbs on his story, <laughs> he put he put fucking he put a fucking lion. It was a Lion King animation with Joe Exotic in like flair. Like it almost looked like he was like in you know how they have like the ice skaters wore like this crate like Johnny Weir flair basically was holding up a tiger and it said Tiger King, Netflix, Free Joe Exotic. And I was like, that shit is the greatest shit I've seen of all time, nigga. <laughs> but um this lawsuit has been filed in the name of justice. <laughs> the Trump administration must be made aware of the overreach, perjury, abuse of power, and the failure to upload the oath of their position, which is truth and justice for all. The gun toting Oklahoma native wrote in this post. <laughs> a jury convicted Maldonado Passage last year on 21 counts, which include in euthanizing five tigers and hiring someone to kill his arch nemesis, Big Cat Rescue founder and CEO Carol Baskin. Maldonado Passage is representing himself in his lawsuit, which I, I nigga, you represent yourself. <laughs> Good fucking luck. <laughs> In which he refers to himself in the third person and filed in a federal court in Oklahoma. <laughs> he alleges that Fish and Wildlife Service put tigers on the endangered species list for the sole purpose of allowing animal rights groups to sue small zoos and circuses and to make privately owned tigers extinct. He did all this shit, by the way. He privately owns tigers and sold them on the black market. So basically, they're like, y'all got my ass. I'm getting all y'all motherfuckers because y'all coming down with me. <laughs> like, damn, the seven-part docuseries on Maldonado, Tiger King, Murder, Mayhem, and Madness, has been a hit with Netflix viewers since March 20th release on Thursday. It was still sitting at number one on the streaming service's top ten list because it's fucking entertaining. <laughs> But the show has found a fan in Baskin, or the, the or, but the show has not found a fan in Baskin who is pro prominently featured in the series. In a recent blog post, she said the series is full of lies and innuendo that the directing team behind it is set out to make it as a salacious and sensational as possible to draw viewers. Maybe so. It was a good fucking watch. Watch this shit. <laughs> Everyone watched this shit. You've probably watched this shit because you're still listening to me right now. But I want to I want to I want to give uh, some recommendations to everybody who um, made it this fucking far. <laughs> um, find something useful to do with your time, because if you have a lot of idle time, you will lose your fucking mind as an introvert and a person who has tons of hobbies and things to do throughout the day and 
who does not get bored. I do not get bored. People get bored. I'm seeing. I'm. I'm going on my Snapchat. Everybody's fucking bored all the fucking time, bro. I'm going on. I'm going on fucking Tumblr. I'm going on fucking Facebook. I'm going on fucking all Instagram everywhere. Everybody like. I'm bored. I'm bored. I'm nigga. Get off the fucking phone. Find a fucking hobby. And just chill in the fucking house doing that hobby. Like, bro, like, you ain't got to be outside. You ain't got to be clubbing and shit. You can even have, hey, and 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 at this point, I'm tired of seeing the same damn TikToks over and over fucking again. Don't nobody want to see that shit again. Don't nobody want to keep seeing the, I just made the switch. By, by the way, the I just made the switch. <clears throat> the best one I had ever seen was when they switched the light off. And homegirl was sucking homeboy dick. And I was like, that one is always going to win. <laughs> Every time. Nigga, that, that's when the entire challenge ends. When there's some shit like that happening, there's no way to top it. <laughs> and niggas will never try another version. Same with the other, like, TikToks. I'm sitting here like, bro, no. Don't do them no more. We done. We done. We done. This shit is over. Like, stop doing fucking TikToks. It's dead. It's dead. To me, I'm sitting here like people bored. They're doing the same ones over and over again. At least be original if you're going to do another TikTok. I like TikTok for the original shit. Not the shit people be copying over and over again. Anyway, this has been an extremely long episode of the Carolina Kid Podcast. I am Coop. You can subscribe to the Rats Intelligence on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, CastBox, and anywhere podcasts are downloaded. And as always, thank you.